champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. Stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not, not lose. lose. I'm a bad man. I shook up the world. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. Yes, sir. He's the DB of the show. We are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, we're bringing you inside the locker room where we talk about the topics in and around the league. And today, guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Shit is real. Shit is getting real. Shit is real. Coronavirus. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so you ready to talk about this, Miles? Yeah, I know Cardi is by the way she yelling. <laughs> Shit, it's getting real. <laughs> yeah, so March 12, 2020, man. Um, the Post said it best. The New York Post said it best when it says the day that the sports world stopped um, effectively shutting down all of the our sports that are true and near and dear to our hearts. And, um, you know, this uh, little coronavirus that uh, people were taking as a joke you know we got the images of uh, your boy rudy gobert you know tapping and licking and touching everybody's mic taking taking as a game as a game and uh like (laughs) cardi say shit is getting real (laughs) yeah yeah it's crazy it seems you say march 12th man and you know here we are several months away and it feels like Five years ago, when March twelfth was, and that's just a couple of months ago. So, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's it's, it's it's wild, man. And it's just like our new kind of uh, adjusting. You know, we still want sports. You know, we, we keep thinking that they're around the corner. Um, but you know, it's it's affected a lot of people. And I think, um, right off the top, you know, we both play college sports and just can only imagine how it's affected. You know, the college as- atmosphere. One hundred percent, and I think you said it right there was college is a lot about the atmosphere uh the fans that's a part of the student body um just the uh just the close proximity of everybody and kind of geared to one goal and one representation of the the school um you can't say or is quoted to say that college is kind of like uh the pure part of sports because you're just kind of playing for the love of the game in a certain way absolutely um so you know, to have that kind of shut down and, you know, knowing what college, my college experience was, I couldn't really, can't really imagine uh, what those young men and women are going through um, that ended their seasons early and some that didn't have seasons and um, those that are just kind of waiting to see when their next season uh, starts. So, yeah. And we talked about it um, just kind of, you know, before we got started here was just what is going to happen with those, those kids. Cause right. The NCAA granted them the, you know, the, the, they get to do over or, you know, in an additional season, but you know, you just really haven't heard people talk about like, well, what does that mean? And what does that look like? And you know, how long does that go? Man, so, it's <laughs> crazy. Right? You know, that's, 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 that's just a lot, man. I, I can distinctly remember my senior year in college um, and the expectation and anticipation, you know, to plan. And I, I couldn't imagine it just being stripped away and then having to reset for another year and not knowing what it's like, you know, coming back. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot. So, 
and you know that like you said you know a lot of people um that junior senior year like maybe you just really started to to break out your junior yeah. year and that senior figure year out. is supposed to be the you know the move <laughs> yeah figure out what's going on and even you know even those that we both play football so those that are going into the summer of football season and i know like you know when you're attached to uh the university team um you know you're kind of taken care of you you got you got food you, you got a place over your head and you know, that summer months is kind of a grind but um i could imagine going back home and you know not being you know able to access the same facilities or not being able to in some you know cases feed yourself properly um just what what you need to be at your best uh, yeah it's Crazy. Uh, yeah, tough. I couldn't imagine it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. only thing we can hope for is that uh, we do see a, a football season for, um, you know, uh, for the college, and uh, you know, with them already reporting, right? We're we're, we're getting we're already reported. <laughs> you know, if we take it back to those days in in, in camp, and mm-hmm. some of them are in camp, and just they've been attacked, and just numbers and numbers of people, and you're looking at the safety. So that's just going to be interesting for the college space. Yeah, I would assume that their numbers would probably be higher than even those in the professional ranches because it, you know, you know about being early twenties and invincible and you know close proximity to, to everybody. I, I would assume um, they didn't follow restrictions as close as others did. I'm assuming, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So you, you know, those numbers are probably skyrocketing. Facts. So, I mean, you know, the the month of July looks like everybody's really gearing up. The month of July is supposed to be the grand return of the, the major sports, right? So we know UFC has been really kind of giving us our fix for the most part, um, you know, holding these fights. They were the really ones, the, one of the first that went down to Florida and, and, and you know, started it. Uh, we were able to have them back in Vegas for a little bit, and they did a couple fights, and then now they're moving on to Fight Island, <laughs> where, where your man said, I'm going to build my own island. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. so I wish I had a drop, man. When I say he's got his own money. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of kept us going. But now, you, like I said, for the most part, uh, in boxing, you know, did some things as well. Um, but every the major leagues, I should say. So going back to major leagues. So soccer is another one that's getting ramped up, um, you know, to be bringing people back. And they've been pay- playing some premier soccer here and there. Um, but major league baseball is the one that's kind of had a couple hiccups. Yeah, they've they've had more than a couple, um, <laughs> right? Um, the, speaking of Major League Baseball, have you seen that picture of Pablo Sandoval? No, what's up with Pablo? I'm, I'm going to retweet it on uh, Black and Sports Twitter so okay. you can see it. But it looks like Pablo <laughs> has been quarantined with zebra cakes and Twinkies. <laughs> he's, uh, he's already pretty big bone, but uh, there's a there's a picture of him grounding. You know, uh, fielding balls at third base, and uh-huh. uh, it looked like he couldn't get down uh, below his kneecap. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were showing a lot of mishaps too, right? Like, uh, you know, them having batting practice and stuff at home, and they showed like one of the uh, guys was doing batting practice missed the whole net and broke his yeah. broke the window in the house. So. <laughs> Major League's been having it in a bad way, right? And, um, you know, it was just a lot of disputes you heard in the news where they were going to get back because of the the money 
aspect of the mm-hmm. uh, of the league, and you know they're they're a league about their money <laughs> above all other leagues. One hundred percent, they're about their money. They ain't play those games. So they went back and forth whether they were going to do a full season, half a season, and what they were going to get paid. So it looks like they're they're, they're getting closer to hopefully getting the season. Other than you said eat those zebra cakes, man. I can't wait till you retweet that. So it's, it's, it's interesting because you know baseball is 162 games. So I think what was was their proposed like around 60 or 70 games? I think kind of down, like, I think 60 was the the final agreement. The final. Yep. So like you know having it like as a kind of a, a sprint to the finish line, and uh, I think they kind of had like the DH rule that's going you know both the American League and National League going to have a DH. I think that probably will stick permanently, and then they've even talked about some of the things in extra innings to avoid. Um, I have games go to like 17, 18 innings. So they, right. you know, extra innings come to start a guy on second base. And um, all that is kind of interesting. You know, kind of baseball is such a traditional um, granddaddy of them all or whatever you want to call um, baseball. Um, so it's interesting to see them uh, being innovative in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I wonder if that brings a, a younger audience. Well, they uh, need that. To them. Because we've talked about it, I think, when we were ending, we did a, you know, a little show on Bubble Cities, and we were talking about just the focus and, and, and you know changing of the game. And um, baseball is, like, down the list, and these changes, like you said, may help them. Shorter game makes it you know more playoff kind of driven where the games matter. Um, right. So, yeah, that would be interesting to see. Yep. All right, man, so now we jump into the NHL. Hockey is also, uh, I believe, they're back in camp, or at least um, not mandatory camp, but just where they're – uh, starting to test and the players are, are, are being able to get back in facilities. But I know that's going to start, um, you know, later this month in July. Um, I'm very upset. I don't know how you feel about this, but we were supposed to be a bubble city for hockey and we tricked that off. <laughs> we tricked that off. So instead of us being a bubble city, it was supposed to be, um, you know, a state, uh, one of the cities in the states to hold um, the hockey and then also to finish their season and then a team in Canada, and now they're just going to do uh, two spots in Canada. So we uh, really tricked that off. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, the NHL is kind of a Canadian sport in a, in a lot of different ways. So let them have that one, I guess. Right, right. So we, we'll, we'll let them have <laughs> that. But, you know, it's like almost two losses, so let's just jump right into it. We lost the NBA. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, and I know why we lose. The, you know, we talked about this. You know, the Disney, they had the money. Right. So it was they had the facilities and the money and they own ESPN. It was just a perfect storm um, Mm -hmm. for for that to work. And we know we lost that. But, you know, to lose hockey kind of like, you know, that too. We're not we're not losers in this city. So but uh, NBA and the WNBA. So they're reporting they've been the ones that's been pushing and pushing because they started the season and they they, they really ultimately want to crown a champion. That's kind of like the push. Right. LeBron does, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I shouldn't say that out loud. But yeah, LeBron does. <laughs> let's just let's put it. Le- LeVon, LeBron is motivated to finish the season as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, now it was all good. You know, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to pick the bubble cities. We're going to put. The, and then they put that rule book out, and some some of them people started getting shaky knees, man. <laughs> It's a young man's game. I'll just put it at that. Uh, so, you know, some some guys have to uh, relieve stresses of the NBA in a lot of different ways, and then it's going to be a little tougher uh, in the bubble to do that. But uh, 
See, we'll see. and that's why they should have chose Vegas, and they didn't listen to our <laughs> and they didn't listen to our podcast when we said you had to have the side chicks situation set up. And if they would have listened, then it would have been all good. But they don't listen to I, us, man. I, I'm sure it's set up in a lot of different ways. They are <laughs> different personnel groupings, I would probably say, uh, for the uh, Bowl City in Orlando. So yeah, I'm sure it's set up okay for them. So, and, and I think I asked you this question before when we talked about bubble cities, cause you, you have a lot of, there's a lot of talk, right? So there's the COVID issue. So players are dropping out cause of safety. You know, there's a list of players that said they're not going um, for the COVID reasons. And then you have, you know, Kyrie that talked about, he was one of the main proponents that talked about not going because of the social justice issues of, you know, what we have going on, you know, to, uh, you know, the black lives matter movement. Mm-hmm. And then you also have WNBA players is doing that, right? So um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, because I just ran across this today, is that Liz Cambage is not going to go down to um, to play in the WNBA season for health nah, reasons. I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, so that she um, she was identified, you know, with the, her team and the, doc, the team doctors that she's, a you know, having those existential kind of uh, health risks that it just, sure. you know, it wasn't safe for her to go down there. And then, of course, Renee Montgomery is another one that's really like, hey, I think there's still a fight that needs to be fought. I'm mm-hmm. out here doing this. Mm-hmm. So what are your, you know, the, the the health issues? I don't think there's nothing, you know, if you if you if your health's not right, safe to sorry, right? Yeah. What do you feel about the like the movement and and not playing versus the movement? So <clears throat> I put it this way: I think I think it's. Uh, it was cool, like, you know, Kyrie, I know where he's coming from um, because it does kind of change the conversation. You know, I think a lot of uh, America are just, you know, society in general is just like, yeah, I, I want to talk about the NBA. You know what I mean? I want to talk about sports. I want to, you know, we live in the sports world, so a lot of people um, is missing that kind of, uh, I guess, conversation in their, you know, day-to-day life. Right. Um, so, but... At the end of the day, I think for Kyrie, that's it's one thing for Kyrie to say, you know, I want to um, behind the movement, and I, I don't want to distract the movement. And the other um, for him to say, the world is flat. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie is special, but Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is Kyrie Irving. Like you know, he's uh, he's Uncle Drew. He's got a, he's got a brand. LeBron James is LeBron James. He's mm-hmm. King James. He's got a, he's got a he's got a group. There's other guys like. I, I think I heard some examples, but a guy like Montreal Harrell, um, who is the NBA, you know, rotational uh, key cog to the Los Angeles Clippers uh, in their championship quest, mm-hmm. his voice might actually be bigger if he was actually playing day to day. So I think um, there's a part of me that's like, you know, what if the you know first responders were to be like, you know what, I, I don't really want to go to work. You know, the nurses were like, I don't want to go to work or um, you know, some of the doctors were like, I want to go to work. And I, it might sound bad, but I think at the end of the day, um, this is an opportunity that you've been blessed. And there's a millions of people that have lost their jobs during this time due to COVID and other, you know, situations. Right. Um, I think it's, it's almost your duty. I think you can still have your voice and, um, you know, push the movement forward and push progress forward. But I also think, um, you know, if you have an opportunity to, to play and have gainful employment, uh, you should do so. So I, I, I think um, they they should play. Yeah, you hit on a great point. I like the where you were going to with 
the healthcare workers, right? Well, if they were like, man, y'all ain't taking coronavirus serious. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. So I'm, I'm not going because we need to get the messaging out there. And, you know, me going to work, saving your lives, you know, and talking about that work is not, you know, I, I agree with you. They have to show up. And I think that right. this is your job. The other point right. I think that you said very well is the fact that there are a lot of people that want to work right now. You know, not a lot because, <laughs> you know, people get that PPE and unemployment making more than sure. they were making going to work. But right. the, the vast majority of people want to get back to work and have the opportunity to work. And then you're just sitting there, not only <laughs> the type of work that you're doing, um, right. just saying, like, I don't want to work. And I always kind of ground down to, and I think you touched on this a little bit, too, is for anybody, group, or um, uh, anyone to try to change things, economic is the way to do it. You have to have mm-hmm. an economic power base. So if you're mm-hmm. making this money, you can take this money and fund these programs and do this. You sitting out because it's not changing the narrative. I, I, and plus, we talked about this before. NBA is the woke league, right? So mm-hmm. I think that you being in that bubble with the other you know, players, you can kind of say, well, what's our action plan? Because I think the other yeah. part that we always miss is, you know, some people want to protest and some people want to talk about it, but we just lack the action, you know, in the direction. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not sure if Kyrie had a, you know, a, a backup plan. I don't even know if Kyrie was going anyway. He might have just been in his feelings uh, because he's hurt. And they was like, nah, bro, you can't go. You can't go, right. Really playing. <laughs> so he'd be like, nah, none of y'all need to go. Right. So I can't go. He might have been on that. I'm going to just take my uh, ball and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did have a plan. I, you know, it wasn't. You know, I don't know if he had all the steps to it, but he talked about starting their own league. That was his plan. Um, I, I think I caught that in passing. Yeah, I'm crickets. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I mean I like it, but I'm not sure about that one. So. Facts. All right, man. So I think our granddaddy of them all, the NFL, man. Mm-hmm. So July. 30th or 31st they come back either way um Mm -hmm. as of right now the nfl has kind of kept me very hopeful i think through it all they've marched forward like hey we're going to do this you know draft we're gonna have a draft it's gonna be virtual we're gonna have a draft you know this meaning like everything they've just been marching for like business as usual and then the Mm -hmm. first thing that really hit them of effect i would say is they canceled the um, Pro Football Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. All right. And then so now the adjustment period happens. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in the same stance of whatever the situation is, just let's have football. We got to have football. Please, yeah. please let us have football. You know, man, what's crazy is, is like, I, I think you really see the – I guess the framework of all of these kind of major leagues and there are these major sports leagues and they're what's the word I'm looking for? Focus. Okay. Um, they're kind of marketing drive of how they operate their leagues. Right. Baseball. It's, you know, the players about their money above all things. And you can see their dispute during this whole time was like, where are these checks coming from? I need all my checks. You know what I mean? All my bread. That's just where they're coming from. Running right. My money. <laughs> right. NBA. We just touched on it. It's kind of, you know, the woke league and it's easy to market players because you can like legitimately see their faces up close. And, um, so like, you know, their focus has been like, you know, how do we appease the players to, you know, obviously their safety, but you know, um, their platform is what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so their, their messaging is kind of 
almost built around the players to a certain degree. And the NFL has, has always been the shield. You always know what I mean? And so if you if you think about it, there hasn't been individual players, you know, um, maybe saying a whole lot. I, I've heard Kyrie Irving. I've heard of, you know, Kyle Kuzma in the NBA. I, I just haven't heard too much from, you know, football guys. They've just been, you know, getting back to work as best as they can. Yep. Um, kind of pushing forward, and I think that's just kind of the messaging the uh, of the brand of the of the league. So, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, push forward. I mean, the, the COVID kind of hit when NFL's kind of in the off season, so obviously, like the whole circuit changed for the scouting of pro days, and um, obviously the draft was virtual. And um, I think you know uh, some of the player rookie mini camps and all those things were kind of virtual and that changed but right. I mean everything's kind of just kind of pushing forward to you know hopefully a start of the season so um, it has been interesting to really see how you know the direction of each league um, you can really tell how they kind of do their business and the NFL has the luxury of time over all of these leagues That's so, true far. Too. so you know that, that, that element in itself has kind of helped them to kind of continue to march forward but now there, we're in the thick of things, and you know, there has to be some major calls made and, and, and some adjustments done. It's, I mean, I, I thought, you know, from my own perspective, I said, uh, you know, kind of rewinding all the way back to March 12th was the day that you said earlier when kind of sports shut down. Yep. I remember we were taping the show mm-hmm. uh, with Marcus Banks, and <laughs> yep. being that he used to be a, you know, NBA. Um, professional athlete, like he had a different perspective, and I was just like, "Yeah, come on, man! Like, is this serious?" I was on my Donald Trump shit, like, <laughs> for lack of better terms. <laughs> I didn't really, you know, kind of just take it really serious. And to kind of fast forward to where we're at now, it's just like I would have sworn, like, if anything, just shut down for a few days. It's like as quick as everything shut down, is as quick as everything's going to open up. And I thought that was where we were going, but right. it's, it hasn't been that way, so. Um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting, man. It's it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Twenty twenty has been like ten years, and it's like we're halfway through. So halfway now your up. boys run. Now your boys running for president. So I mean, twenty twenty is just twenty twenty. This is going to be a year to remember. So <laughs> <laughs> he's announced that he's running for president and hasn't even put in all the paperwork. So that's that's on a whole nother. Like some oh, of the. He just texted somebody. He didn't really sit. <laughs> right. He, he, he put okay. it on, on, on his page, you know what I'm saying, posted, uh, I'm going to run. But, um, uh, he, must, he must be doing fax machines. I don't know. He must be still using the fax. <laughs> on his landline, trying to, trying to hit somebody on the landline. <laughs> and, and, and that office ain't open, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's too yeah. funny. But, yeah, yeah. He, can't even, he can't even add his. It's too late for certain states. So he's just going to be running if he fills out the paperwork. And some states won't even be able to put him on the ballot. What? I mean, what's the deadline? Movie with, with Chris Rock and rest in peace, Bernie Mac. What was that movie uh, where he was the president? Oh, my gosh. And he, Bernie Mac was his VP. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was slapping people left and right. Yeah. Who, so who, who's his running mate? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I hope he doesn't. But I feel him. like Kanye was just stuck at home in his. You know, there's no you know furniture in his house. They got this like modern, you know, all white house, and he just. I'm like, what's that playing? Is that Bernie Mac's voice in the background? <laughs> Kim was like, yeah, this is a head of state. That's what it's called. Head of state. Head of state. That's it. Head of, head of state on. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. You know, I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna fax. I'm gonna fax my uh, paperwork in tomorrow. So I'm <laughs> I just feel like that's how it kind of went about. Well, and, and you know, let's just put it out there. He just announced that he's dropping a new album, and he just dropped a new single. I think <laughs> next week. The single. The single is nice, though. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. The ultimate well, market. <laughs> yep. That and he was like, "Dang, Malcolm X." Did- Malcolm X moved everybody with the one finger. You know, he saw Denzel do that. He's like, yeah, you know what? I think I could do this. Let me get him off the work tomorrow. Well, you know what? It may be him for president and his bipolarness for vice president. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, he said it's his superpower. That's what he said. Uh, hey, so I'm just telling you what the man had said. <laughs> <laughs> so... Man, just to wrap this up, man, we did touch on a few of these. There were some good things and some bad things that kind of came from COVID. I'm just going to, like, shout out some of the things that I think definitely were good were the innovation. You know, you, you talked about, like, especially baseball. Um, basketball's talked about, you know, starting the season in a, um, you know, at a later time, which we all think would be great because they shouldn't go against football anyway. Um, they're doing, like, another satellite bubble city they're talking about in Chicago. So the people that didn't make the cut – Yes, they are talking now that, about now it. Now, that's hilarious. But for all y'all JVs that, did, that didn't make it, y'all play over there. Hey, the loser's bracket. <laughs> yeah, and y'all going to play at the Y, too. Right. Matter of fact, at noon. At noon. And think noon about ball it. at the Y. Hey, and there's going to be some pickup people because they've been having short rosters, right? So they've been picking up people like, you know, hey, keep your phone ready. <laughs> I should, we should tell Marcus Banks keep his phone ready, man. In fact, and, and see if uh, he can get Kool Aid and um <laughs> and uh and Weasel. Yeah, get them on there. Get them, get them, get them right. Get them going, man. So no, yeah. there's been some good things, but of course, you know, just the bad things. Um, just from my perspective, is just not having the sports. You know, we we definitely um a lot of change. You know, there's a lot of memories that you know go along with sports, and then just um these players. You know, if it was like. Um, Vince Carter, right? Like this was supposed to be his last season. He didn't get to finish out sure. his, you know, reunion tour, or you know, like some of the other players got to play that last season. So it's been some good and bad, man. You got anything to share on that? Yeah, I think some of the good, and this is just real personal for me, is uh, I like to think of myself as like a, a basketball and you know football historian, uh-huh. um, and so it gave me time to look at old stuff, games that I you know, watch when I was a kid and I could really watch them as an adult or uh, really understand what I'm looking at. Uh-huh. And I think for the current players, it even gave them opportunities to kind of, you know, press pause and look at some of the great, you know, I, I was, you know, the last dance kind of came out and, you know, you saw a lot of NBA current players was like, yeah, you know, I know about Mike and you know, I heard about him and, you know, I saw, I wear his shoes, but I didn't really know Mike. And I think this time gave them an the opportunity to be like, okay, like MJ is really, MJ, this is what Kobe got this from, right? Absolutely. So, like, um, I think that's been a positive. I, you know, the negative about all of it is just that um, whatever Skype lost out on everything is just, to me, is the number one lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skype let Zoom come up all up in there, right? Bro, they all took all in your the videos, <laughs> all dancing all on the stage. Thank <laughs> you. You, they took all your money, oh, man. That's all bad. Yeah, that's the bad for me. That's hilarious. Well, hey, it's definitely been a changer, man. So um, we'll, we'll see, man. Hopefully things will kind of come around and start changing because we need our sports back. Absolutely, man. 
All right. Well, stay, hey, pray, stay prayed up. Stay prayed up, right? <laughs> well, hey, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Another episode of the In the Locker Room. Uh, please share it. Uh, you know, we're on all your pl- uh, podcast platforms. That's a tongue twister. I need to figure out something else to say. All your podcast platforms. And just please know, man, we're rooting for you. Screaming. All us blacks got is sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Look. Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.